Yo, Herb, take it from the top. One, two. My mic sound nice. Check one. My mic sound nice. Check two. My mic sound nice. Check three. Are you ready? Welcome to the Black Delegates Podcast. Today's date is June the 3rd, 2019. We're on episode 65, episode 65. Welcome to all our uh, listeners, uh, viewers of a black screen on YouTube, and uh, I don't know what they show on Pod B. View- viewers of a play button. Welcome back to the Black Delegates Podcast. Um, Ishmael, we going to do this one the proper way the professional right way can you tell the folks what we could possibly be uh looking forward to in this episode yo you got a wonderful show we got teed up for you today uh we are gonna talk a little bit about boxing the brown delegation uh representing in a major way uh we're gonna talk about some racist folks like we always do camping while <laughs> black we're gonna talk about hove you know has reached a, a certain status level and we're also going to talk about some racist popos. And there might be more than you think. So that's what we got coming up today. But first, we got this week in blackness. And so I guess uh, I'm going to go. The Black Ryan I'm, is, is yep. raised his hand. He's ready to go with this week in I'm blackness. Ready. So what you got going on? I'm ready. Let's get in there. Uh, Man, my week in blackness was so black I should have thought of a black person. <laughs> uh, I, I didn't. I should have. I, I, I think of somebody really, you know, it's Don Cheadle Black. Don Cheadle <laughs> Black. Because it was so black. Uh, baby girl graduated uh, from high school this weekend. Congratulations. Mm. Cue the applause and all that. Yeah, Golf yeah. clap. Golf clap. Yep, yep. So uh, we did it. Uh, me and the wife. So we, uh, we went out to her graduation over at UMSL this weekend. It was, man, everything that we complain about graduations for. We're going to do this every year. We're going to complain about graduations. Well, hold on. So y'all Let's clarify. Was it a black graduation or was it a white Oh, graduation? yes. It was black. It was black because I noticed that there's literally one, one white dude in her class. <laughs> and then there's uh, about eh, maybe six white girls. Mm-hmm. So sorry for those parents. They're bringing home a black guy. So it was it was rough. It was rough. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so my favorite things that I uh, enjoyed about this particular graduation was, well, first off, let's, let's give us some good news. The good news was they have millions of dollars in scholarships that uh, their her class uh, mates have uh, uh, won uh, with their grades and all this kind of stuff and accolades. So that's a good thing. Mm-hmm. They also had 23 people with 4.0s. Mm-hmm. Wow, twenty-three. That's crazy. I mean, even out of I don't know how many how many uh, kids was down there, but twenty-three kids with a four-point is is uh, 
is amazing to me. Oh, shoot, you, wait till you hear about the kids be having like the four point two. You'd be like, how is that possible? How do they do that math? But it works out that way. Yes, they said they said four point oh or above. Yeah, yeah. And it's not they don't do a five point scale, so I don't know what they do. It's um, it's like AP courses or something like that. But yeah, it can count for more than than four point Anyway, yeah, yeah. And they had a list, man. One girl had uh, scholarships from about thirty schools on there. Mm-hmm. And so uh, yeah, she was she was doing big things. But let's get past that and let's talk about the funny stuff. So let's get the ham- the Harlem shaking. Come on, get to it, man. The craziest thing about the graduation is when you look around, and I'm just like. Everybody is wearing something different. It's like everybody didn't know exactly where they were going. Like some people, they dress like they're going to the club. Some people dress like they was going to church. Some people dress like they was going to a funeral. So they got on the all black suit with the black tie. Mm-hmm. Some people was dressed like, you know, they was going to go to the family picnic. Mm-hmm. Some people, you know, they got on, you know, uh, you know, whatever. Dog, we talked like, about this. Been, pajamas. We, been, we talked about pajamas. I've been to funerals where people dress like that in all different ways. It's just like we, we, we had a funeral. Why are you not dressed like we should be at a funeral? <laughs> I mean, sometimes you don't have it. So I'm not I don't want to be too hard on them. Be hard. on. I understand them. if you ain't got it. If you ain't got it, you ain't got it. But I still thought it was funny. Mm-hmm. So uh, one dude I saw literally this dude looked like a fat, weird Al Yankovic. So he had the flowing hair, Swag. like Weird Al. He had the glasses, mm-hmm. like Weird Al. He had the mustache, like Weird Al. He had the curl. <laughs> yes, he had the curl. <laughs> Swag. I wish I had a picture of it so I could show y'all. But yeah, I, I yeah, everybody was trying to. Uh, I should have. I was trying to take a picture, but by the time I pulled my phone out mm-hmm. again, he was he was coming up the stairs. So. I missed that one, unfortunately. He, he, but, yeah, saw that dude. When he definitely wrote off from that graduation, he was bumping. I'm about it. You know that for sure. Mm. Right, right. And then uh, it was another. It was another chick I saw. She had the Daisy Duke song with her belly out, mm. and I was just like, like, is that like, are you going to the beach right now? You know, it would be proper beach attire. Classic. But you was at the graduation, so it was just kind of strange, mm-hmm. you know. But yeah, yeah, we had that, and then. Another situation that happened on stage. Mm. Nothing, n- not a fight or anything, but a little commencement beef. Oh, a little commencement beef. There was not as much uh, twerking or Harlem shaking as Paul might have imagined. I mean, everybody had like a little point in the air, shoulder shrug kind of thing going on that they was doing. Everybody had like a, a little something. Nobody turned a backflip. I'm glad that backflips are out. I think there's been a lot of videos lately of people falling on their face. So that's kind of, uh, you know, discourage people from the backflip. So that's good. Let's please outlaw the backflip. Uh-huh. Stop it. But this girl, she goes up there, right? She stops. Now, they was moving pretty fast. And they had about four stops across the stage. So that way, it was not too much time for you to be thinking about doing something stupid mm-hmm. before you got to the next person. So this girl, she, her name is said. She steps out one step. Immediately rips off her uh, her uh, 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 gown. She just rips it off. Uh-oh. So at first I was worried. <laughs> I was like, oh, heck no. What's she about to All do? Right. But she she had on regular clothes. It was just, it was a regular dress. Uh, like a, a, a black, you know, mini skirt kind of dress. So, I, you know, don't really get why she did it. But she walks up and she was going to not acknowledge the teacher that was handing her the uh, little diploma book. Mm, stun. Yeah, yeah. So she tried to stun on her and tried to just uh, like put her nose in the air and, and struck by her. 
<laughs> and that lady was not having it. She so she snatches back the graduation. Is book. A, is <laughs> black teacher, she black teacher, white back. teacher. We need to know. Uh, this one was white. Mm, I like it. They switched out. I like it. <laughs> she's, like, she's like, man, I've been teaching school for twenty years. You ain't better pull this mess on me. <laughs> Yo, she basically what she did with the graduation book. She pulled a play action fake. That's what she did. She put it in her. She put it in her stomach, and then she pulled it back. And old girl was just like, "I'm gonna keep strutting. You're not gonna mess my stuff." <laughs> so she kept on walking. Right. She comes to the middle lady. She has her hand out to shake her hand. She struts by her too. Oh. <laughs> and I'm like, what is this? So this lady, this lady is a black lady. And she was like, oh, heck no. You're not doing that to me, little girl. So she reaches back and she grabs her and pulls her out her strut back to in front of her and shakes her hand. Mm. <laughs> and and let her know she, she, was throw her hand, we, we, she was ready to throw hands in the parking lot. Anytime. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> and so she lets her go. She continues her strut. Keep in mind, I don't know how she pulled that graduation gown off like that. I mean, it's got a zipper on it. I don't know what she did. Did she put Velcro on it? But it came off easy. She had the breakaway joint. She got that NBA joint. Maybe. Yeah, because that's what it was like, man. It was like it was on. It was like those magicians when they changed clothes. Like it was, it was there and then it was gone. Oh yeah, she that altered fast. that. I mean, clearly this was all planned. You know, she had her her plan from the get go to get back at the teachers that she hated. So yeah, I wouldn't even. She either ordered a, a separate one off Amazon, or she went in and put buttons on, put snaps on there. It was like, yeah, I'm about to tear this away. She was ready for it. Maybe, maybe, yeah. So then she comes to the last teacher, another black lady. This lady. Also, put a nose in her hair, strutted right by her. Mm. So, I'm just like, man, how you got commencement beef when you 18, 19 years old to the point where you don't want to talk to the teachers who was just trying to put you on the right path so that you can walk across that stage in the first she place? She might be 22 years old. She's been there for the four years. She could be. She could be. She probably was. But, hey, man, if you got beef with the teachers on graduation day, like, your life is not going to work out. I'm just saying, it's going to be rough. Mm-hmm. It's going to be hard for you. You know, I asked Kayla for some background on the girl, and she was like, yeah, she she got beef. Because keep in mind, these same teachers, everybody was hugging. Right. They, they was dancing with everybody that did a dance. So it's not like these were the hated teachers that was just so hard on everybody. Okay, hold on. Like, I, this I, girl was just dissing teachers. Time for a second. I just got to know, like, what percentage would you say of people had to do a dance when they came across stage? Just, just I just need to know. Just, just. Just something. Just something. Ugh. Uh, man, we was probably forty-five percent, man. Okay. How long? And how Maybe long was the graduation? Long. You see, I lost track of time, bro. I lost track of time. But they were walking though. They were just, you know, kind of why they were standing when they said their name. They would do that little little shoulder dance or whatever. All right, forty-five percent, yeah, everybody. For, this, this is this, this is society you guys want. Yeah. Everybody, everybody That's, gets to yeah. the Harlem Shake their way through the graduation. Okay. <laughs> Okay. If I ever become a teacher, I'm telling you right now, I'm going to tell the students, anybody who want to do like the little uh, basketball move, you know, you see a lot from Steph Curry and Clay Thompson when you run up and jump into each other. If anybody oh, want to do that do on that. graduation, I'm doing that with everybody that wants to. No, wait till it blows the ACL steps, out right there on stage. <laughs> <laughs> it don't matter. Then I'm going to get it surgically prepared, and the next year we're doing it again. 
All right, so hold on. One last question, Ryan. So on, on a scale of uh, on the scale of blackness, how black was y'all's particular kids uh, when when they came across stage? How loud were y'all yelling? How 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 much hooping and how long were y'all doing? Uh, it wasn't it wasn't like that. It it wasn't. It really wasn't because I was telling the wife I was like, see, this is the predicament that they put us in when we normal people. All the rest of y'all screaming every time your kid come across the stage and your whole family there and you acting a fool, even though we only had six tickets, how you get 13 people in? <laughs> we couldn't we couldn't give other people tickets. You couldn't do none of that. So how you get 13, 14, 15 people in? And yeah, they, they check you at the door for these tickets. Different people got different kids. You know, your cousins go to the same school. So a lot of families stay in the same district. Maybe, maybe. So, but they was mobbed up like it was a family reunion. They had shirts on. People had fat heads in the audience. Shout out to them that's with fat heads. That's what I was going to say. You didn't dope. have one? They had some of them. No, I did not. Oh, I man, didn't. Oh, they had a fat head of the, of the kid? Yeah, the kid. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah the kid's too. face. They had but a bunch of them. Face? Now, some people, yeah. some people had some cheap ones. Some people had some good ones. Some people actually went to Kinko's and had one printed. But some people, they tried to do it like at their church. And that one didn't work out. <laughs> <laughs> the bootleg. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, but yeah, those are ones that you could see through. You know what I'm saying? Or had, it the toner was out. You could tell the toner was out. <laughs> the toner. So the black the black had lines in it. <laughs> they try to use it all in grayscale too. That's <laughs> right, right. Yeah, yeah. Like yours black and white because you ain't want to pay for the color. Color copy is expensive, man. Hey. I feel you. Yeah, they are. They are. They are. So uh, shout out to them. But yeah, man, people was hooping and hollering. Nobody's more ghetto though than the Palestinian family that was next to us. Mm. They was about that life. Oh man, about that Look, life. They probably packing at the graduation. That hey, nobody said nothing to them either. They was talking on the phone the whole time, loud as a mug. Didn't now care. did the graduation? Did they bother to do that thing they always do? The disclaimer, like please withhold your applause until the very. Oh end. yes, they did. And they did that. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. See. Yeah, they did. They did. Of course they did. And then as soon as everything started, they was like, uh, "We're gonna have the choir sing right now." And then the choir was walking up, and everybody's like. Shakisha! <laughs> you be like, what? <laughs> yeah, everybody just got hyped at that one part. So uh, yeah, you couldn't really hear the hear the choir at first, but uh, then everybody kind of died down once one person did it. Everybody did. It. So, uh, but I guess uh, the you. other drama ensued following the graduation. Fights. More drama. So, so after the after the graduation's over, we all like finally it's over. We can leave. Everybody's trying to file out of the UMSL gym, but the gym, it has four ways out of the, the upper section because we was in the upper section at the very top by the wall. So instead of letting us leave out of all four directions, they were just like, oh, we'll funnel all of y'all to the one direction or the two directions mm. on each side. Please, please fight. So please. that made it super hard. <laughs> it's just yes. please fight yeah. with everybody here. Let's, let's irate, make yeah, everybody yeah. irate. Got it. And then from there, you have to go down one flight of stairs or two flights of stairs down to the bottom floor. And it's skinny. So you got you got a, a funnel again. Everybody's got to get close. Only two people can go down steps probably at one time. And yo, you got mad dudes just in there trying to check out the chicks, the, the aunties they ain't seen in decades, or the yep, uh, yep, high school girls, yep. whatever. And so it's just, yeah, it's just a bunch of rubbernecking. It's never good at the graduations. Hey, and no, I ain't going to lie. It was some talent up in there. It was some talent. <laughs> so if you was in the crowd, it was some talent there. You know, I don't get out the house much, so that's what I got. <laughs> so... Basically, uh, we all funnel down the steps, and then when we get down to the second flight of steps, mm -hmm. everything stops. 
I, yeah, because no, everybody want to linger. That's how it is, man. They all want to linger. We're just standing there. Yeah. Nobody's, no, everybody's trying to leave. Because everybody's like, what are we doing? Like, let's go. Oh, what are y'all doing? And everybody's just like, oh, I'm, you know. I look out the window, and I notice everybody outside is running. Mm. And then it got super dark outside. And then you saw the flashes of lightning. Mm. And oh, then okay. the rain picked up. Oh, you said yeah, flash of lightning. Started. I thought you said yeah, flashes lightning. of light. thought somebody was no, busting. No, lightning. At first, I thought it was cameras. And I was like, who got, you know, I guess it's dark. You got to work the flash. But no, then it was thunder and lightning. And uh, winds is blowing. The trees going crazy. And then next thing I heard people talking about something, oh, it's a tornado. <laughs> so everybody starts saying it's a tornado. And then you can hear the security like, it's a tornado warning outside. You know, y'all could go out if you want to. But or you can stay in the building and kind of and then, you know, people was like, all right, well, I got to go. And they would try to push through the crowd. But then the crowd wouldn't let them push through. And then it got to the point where people was coming back in. And I'm like, all these black people and nobody want to get their hair wet. Word. That was the real problem. Mm. So everybody kind of got pushed back in. And then they wouldn't let us go out when we tried to go out because they was like, no, it's a tornado warning for real. You got to go back into the gym, go back into the gym. So now everybody got to turn around and go to the gym. And I'm, you know, I'm telling the wife, I'm just like, hey, get behind me. I'm going to Orlando pace us through this crowd. You know, when you're a big dude and you walk through crowds, people just move. <laughs> Part the seat. It's always been that way in life. So I can see over the crowd and I'm big. People just kind of get out the way. You know, so I'm just like, stay close and let's go. Mother-in-law, you know, stay right behind T and we roll. So... We finally rolled back to the other side where it was a little bit thinner. Got over there, sat down for literally like 30 seconds, and then dude is just like, everybody out the gym. Clear it out. Man. I'm like, oh, y'all talking to each other? This dude said it was a tornado, and to come into the gym, now you telling us to get out of the gym. <laughs> and, yo, as soon as you get out of there and so, get out to the car, all you're going to do is get stuck in traffic for like 45 minutes anyway. That's how, that's how every black graduation is for, for, for real, man. The, tra- the parking situation is always trash. <laughs> Basically, and that's what happened. Ran back outside. Rain did stop, thank God. So, because uh, I I was worried about the wife because she just got her hair done that morning, and then I was going to hear about that for the next two weeks. <laughs> but we uh we ran on out, walked down there. Yep, sat in some parts, sat, sat in the parking lot. Kayla's uh pops was there. He did tell me uh that or told uh the wife that there was a fight outside when he went out because he left out early. Mm. So uh yeah, he said it was a fight out there. So. I guess all, Girl the, all the parents teachers. ain't getting along. <laughs> I don't know. I hear that it's a lot of uh, uh, stepdads and real dads banging it out these days at these graduations. Nah, man. Yeah, that, that's 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 true. It's, yeah, it's, it's just you know family member, but man, it'd be a lot of people that just be every time I go to like graduation stuff like that. Like after I was you know in college and stuff like that, like it'd be it just be dudes just be hanging out, man, for no they they really got no business to be there. They it's always like, oh yeah, their cousin graduating, so I'm gonna come check it out. But they really just out to check out chicks. And then it's then it's just dudes from around the way doing the same thing and then it leads to beef, man. That's why that's why I would think. It's just dudes that, you know, had problems for years and they, they see each other at the graduation. They're like, okay, here's a good time to settle it right here. So let's do it. So Oh. That's all I was thinking about. Oh ish, I saw uh I saw the homie CJ up there. He was up there. No okay. So shout out to Chuck. Shout out to Chuck. But that's that's pretty much it for me, man. I'm going to stop. I've been talking long enough. Hell yeah. So what about... <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Ishmael? How was your week? Uh, my week was pretty solid, man. Pretty good. Had the uh, the wife's birthday was this weekend. So uh, we 
Got to hang Happy out. Birthday, went, Mrs. Phenom. Yep, yep, yep. And um, we ended up going to the Black Rep, you know, which for the people who are not from St. Louis, is a, a repertory, the Black Repertory Theater. Uh, so I uh, went to see this uh, production called Four Women. It's about Nina Simone and these uh, uh, other three women during the, um, like whenever they had, matter of fact, might be, um, well, no, it's not what Paul's talking about, but about the uh, the church bombing with the little girl. Oh, it was Birmingham. So, oh, okay. Yeah. So it was a uh, it was really good, really good production. Mm-hmm. So uh, got to go there, hang out. Um, you did, know, did you fall asleep? Be real. No, not at all. I like theater, man. I enjoy theater, so yeah, uh, don't get cool. to go often enough, but I thought that was something the wife might enjoy, and she did. Uh, but no, it was dope. It, it was definitely not something you're going to fall asleep in. Um, so enjoyed that today, uh, going back to work after the weekend, except I got to go, you guys know, one of my favorite pastimes, got to go play some golf, had a little, uh, charity scramble tournament today, did not play well at all, um, and part okay. of that's because I have not practiced, I, I think I went to, I went out and played maybe in March once and haven't been out, haven't hit balls, haven't done anything since. And because it was her birthday this weekend, I also had to help my partner move and uh, had a a bunch of other stuff going on. My nephew had a book club. I didn't get to go hit the range. So today I was just, everything was going way right, just outrageously right. Like it could have been on Fox News. That's how far right I was hitting today. (laughs) But um, it was still fun. It was still better. Than being in the office, so got me some uh, some black theater, got me a black charity golf tournament on a so Monday. Enjoyed it on a Monday. What? Yeah. What kind went of went into work for like an hour and then golfed for the rest of the day. So that's a win-win in my book. Yo, man, that's that's yep. a wild. That's wild on Monday. That's dope. Yep, that's when they have a lot of those tournaments. Uh, you know, it'd be like fundraising or charity tournaments, and they have them on Monday. Monday afternoon, so um, so yeah, I enjoyed it. Even though, like I said, I didn't hit the ball particularly well, but you know, a scramble. So we used a couple of my balls, but it was it was a good day. Pause. Pause. Yeah. <laughs> no pause. No need for pause. Y'all forty. Uh, ain't near forty years old. Yeah, talking but about it's pause. funny. It's Get still it. funny. Right. So we go always say pause. All right, man. Let me let me let me right. speed this one up on mine. So my, man, my weekend brown is it was it was. Pretty plain, Jay, man. But I'm going to go ahead and assign it a, a category rating of Raymond Santana Jr. Brown. I'm going to talk about that in a second. But uh, you know, shouts to my kid. Uh, had a little procedure. Had to go get it get done. Nothing, nothing big. But had to go in there, uh, get get a little 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 minor surgery, outpatient surgery. So I had to do that. That was not fun. Uh, so I've been just kind of chilling out with him all weekend, uh, just let taking it easy. So I did nothing but watch TV, man. So uh, on Netflix was this new, new uh, kind of series, like a four-part series called When They See Us. It's about the Central Park Five. I'm sure y'all have heard about that case, legendary case out of New York City. Won't get into it too much, but yo, know, it was a real dope movie yeah. uh, or a mini series, I guess you, I guess you'd call it. It's by Ava DuVernay. Uh, definitely check it out, man. I, that, I, I definitely, when I was a kid, you know, living up there. I definitely remember that story. Like I remember hearing about it. I was, you know, I'm, I'm, man, I must have been like, we must have been like seven, eight, nine years old. But I just remember hearing about a little bit about it. Like I remember like the the, the article and the stuff talking about, you know, wild and stuff like that. Which I guess, I guess they were trying to like mess up the word wild. And I'm not sure. 
But I just remember the story when I was a kid, and so it's always kind of like follow, I would call and fo- kind of followed it, watched the documentary when it came out a few years ago. And so when it came up, when this came up, up on Netflix, I was like, oh, let me check this out, man. So I, and I, the wife actually sat down with me. Usually she don't like watching like, like kind of like creepy or you know kind of like sad stuff. She don't watch that stuff with me. But she sat down, and watched it with me, and yo, man, she was like enraged. Like after like the first forty minutes, she because we were just sitting there like this is the craziest story. I mean, and I knew all the high points, and she kind of knew all the high points. Right. But like when you just watch it and you know how they how they did the first episode, man, it's like you would just be so so enraged, like how these just little kids uh, get done up. And the dude Raymond Santana, he's like the one Hispanic dude uh, of the five that was caught up in that group. I guess there were a couple others, but they dropped off. But he was like one of the main five. And so shouts to that dude. Shouts to all those dudes for finally getting out. But man, just just crazy stories, man. I can't imagine being you know 14, 15 years old and having to do next 13 years of my life for something I did not do. That's that's insane. So definitely check it out, man. Like that, and then uh, yeah, I definitely had to check that out. Yeah, it was it was worth it. The acting is a we we can get into a review later on, but it was definitely worth it. The documentary is from Ken Burns. If you ever see that on PBS, that's dope. That's like three hours long. It it goes into the whole trial, everything, man. My thing was like, parent like it was a bunch of you know the cops were rough and you know bad to him and stuff like that. But my thing was also the man like the parents like what is what were the parents thinking like letting those those kids like sitting there talk to those dudes. With no supervision, stuff like that. Like, man, I just couldn't fathom a world where I'd be like, oh, I'm, I got to go to work tomorrow, so I'm just going to leave my kid here and let these, this dude talk to the police for the next six, eight hours, man. Like, no, nah, man, it ain't happening, man. I'm, I'm calling in sick that day for, for sure, and, and we're we going to work this out. But I, I ain't leaving my kid up there with those cops, man. So that was nuts. Yeah, a lot of times, you know, obviously I have not seen it, but a lot of times, you know, the police will make it seem like you really don't have an option. Like, it's not even optional. Uh, yeah. And then even you talk about taking off, you know, if you got people who are not uh, from means, you know, that if they take off work, they losing money. So yeah. they think of it like that. So right. I agree with you. You know, I, luckily, I feel like I'm educated enough or I've seen enough of these type of situations to where, yeah, I would never let my kid talk to uh, be questioned by police without me being present or an attorney present. And even for me, I don't feel like I would allow myself to be questioned without having an attorney present. You know, if it's something related to me or something I know they may investigate me for, investigate, you know, I'm going to have an attorney, even if I'm not guilty because I'm not going to let you twist my words or let you convince me to say something incriminating, especially if I didn't do nothing. Yeah, yeah that's definitely what happened here, man. But it's a, it's a dope movie. It's a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a dope case, man. It's just like, uh, well, I'm not saying dope, but it's an interesting case, man. If you ever, like, read the documentary, just uh, check it out, man. It's... it's, it's it definitely captures the era of New York City. That's uh, it's yeah. it, it was just wild. And it's Donald Trump's all mixed up in it. It's it's crazy. So check it out. Yeah, I was gonna say. And then the next thing we want to get into is the fight. So let's let's just go ahead and and, and just shout the Brown delegation, ish. Uh, we can talk about this because I know you saw the fight live. My man Andy Ruiz never heard of this dude before a day in my life. Saturday <laughs> most, Saturday night he's fighting Anthony Joshua. If you don't know who Anthony Joshua is, he's like a big British. He's basically like the next Lennox Lewis. This dude is like six foot seven, uh, man, ripped to shreds. Look, I mean, looks great with a shirt off. I mean, the dude. If you if you could like make a picture of a boxer, this is it. Pause. Yes, I know. Uh, but then the dude Anthony Ruiz, Andy Ruiz. Uh, he was a last-minute sub for a dude that got busted for PEDs three times. Agreed to take on the fight at the last minute so it, so so he could make the card. And this dude looks like. I, I, can you describe his body type to to us, Ish? What, what what would you describe that body type? Uh, I don't even know. Maybe like 
the Stay Puff Marshmallow Man with tattoos. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's, that ain't too far from man. This dude, look, this dude has, this dude looks like he has no muscle definition whatsoever. Every time he was punching, you could see the ripples go through his arm, through the. He had like the fat, like my grandma, on the back of her arm <laughs> that was jiggling, and then his whole body was. I mean, this dude had no muscle depth, and he was going up against a dude that looked like he was on steroids. It, it was crazy, man. And the dude was just just beating him up, and and knocked him down four times. Had the had the man so 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 messed up uh, after the fight, the dude got up and congratulated like like he was more happy for for the dude that won than, than, than the dude's right. own family. He was like he was like I'm so excited. Oh yeah, you, you kicked my ass. I'm like man, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, so Andy Ruiz, first uh, Mexican uh, heavyweight champion of the world. Somehow, I'm sure he's not going to hold that belt very long. I mean, but but hey, my man's got a couple of good paydays coming, and it was definitely a, a a sight to see, man. If you had if you saw the highlights, you, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, def- definitely go check out the highlights. Um, I mean, you summed it up a lot. One thing I will say, Andy Ruiz Jr. He isn't a bum. Like clearly. He's not the most in shape athlete. Uh, he does Clearly. not have any abs. The dude is is flabby. He got a lot of flubber going around. But he's actually flubber. a fairly skilled fighter. Should he have beaten Anthony Joshua? Would you have? Would I have expected it? No, not at all. But he's still a competent fighter. He's got fast hands. He's got. Yeah, clearly pretty good is, stamina, yeah. especially considering that he's not really in shape. But he had only had one loss uh, in his career. Or he only has one loss in his career, and it actually was to a pretty solid fighter. So uh, he's not a bum, but he definitely nobody really expected that he would win that fight. And what ha- it was weird because Anthony Joshua knocked him down. I think yeah. that was the third early, round, yeah, early. and then he kind of tried to close the show, and he got caught. And the thing is, with Anthony Joshua, he doesn't have the best chin. He's kind of known for having a little suspect chin. And so he got caught on one of them shots, like uh, behind the temple, behind the ear. Yeah. And he just never really recovered from that. And so, uh, like you say, you got this guy who looks like a Zeus, you know, just getting chopped down uh, by this fat dude. So, it, you know, it looks funny. But Ruiz Jr., is a, he's a solid fighter. So he's not a bum. But um, the last thing I'll say about that thing that kind of annoys me you know, you got Anthony Joshua, who actually holds, well, held almost all the belts except the WBC uh, for heavyweight championship. And then Deontay Wilder, who's a U.S. heavyweight champion, he's a WBC champ. Mm-hmm. Like, they've been talking back and forth for yeah, it throws everything know, the in, past two years. It, everything's in disarray now. The whole, the, whole cla- the whole heavyweight class is all messed up now. But it's fun. Yeah, I think it's fun, is, actually. Yeah, they, they wanted to get Joshua and Wilder, but it's like you see so many times in boxing, people don't want to fight. They make excuses. They duck in each other. No, I need this uh, amount of money. No, it has to be these terms or it's not happening. So they did that for the last year and a half, two years. And now that he got beat, that's less money for both of them, even if they do fight, even if Joshua gets his uh, titles back and they fight in a year. It's not going to be the money. It's not going to be the anticipation that would have had if they just happened. So let this be a lesson to all you fighters. If you're trying to duck folks, if you're trying to push fights away, take the uh, the lesser competition, you can get beat anytime. Yeah. So 
And let's also be a lesson. Uh, you don't need to worry about counting carbs. You don't need to worry about like hitting the gym at all, man. Just just <laughs> just smoke cigarettes, eat churros, and and chill out, and get a bunch of tattoos. And and as long as you got quick hands, you're good. Yeah, hey, I'm all for it. I'm I'm happy for it. But man. again, celebrating the brown delegation, defeating the black delegation, undefeated, never lost, baby. Heavyweight champion, of the world, <laughs> right here. The the first one ever, never lost, right? Never lost. <laughs> Hey, Joshua, he, he irks me, so I'm glad uh, Ruiz got him. Don't forget about the golden boy. Uh, we, we won't talk about his, his little nasty pictures on the internet, but uh, we, we done discussed that before. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, Ryan? What we got next on the docket? Next, we go from reservations to grabbing the strap. A local uh, campground manager pulls out a gun on a black couple uh, in uh, Starksville, Mississippi. Mm. Starksville, Mississippi. Shout out to Mississippi. Uh, my wife's from Mississippi. Um, but yeah, they uh, they apparently they went out. They wanted to uh, have a picnic. They even brought a dog. How how whiter could you get? Was it hold on? But what if, what if it was a pit bull? Because your skin's brown. If it was a pit bull. It's different. No, <laughs> no, it was not a pit bull. <laughs> it it look it looks like a white dog. <laughs> <laughs> Racist. So you can't get any any whiter than uh, going camping, having a picnic, and uh, taking a dog with you to do both of those things. Right. But they couldn't escape their black skin when the uh, the manager of the campground she rolls over and pulls out the snub nose. Yo, man. <laughs> like, like and, and she pulls out the, the revolver. Man. And this lady was built like Andy Ruiz Jr. Just for the record. <laughs> man, what? Yeah. Titties, titties hanging down to the waist, and pulled out the, look, pulled out the same, look, put out something from the Civil War on them boys, like, the, like, like what you gonna do? Putting it, right. put it back. And the thing right. is, what was crazy is she told him that she basically pulled the strap because she's like, "This is private property. Did you make a reservation?" And they're like, "No, we didn't know we needed a reservation." And that's that's why she pulled out the gun because she said, or that's why she claimed she pulled out the gun because she said that they were on this premises. They did not set up a proper reservation to be on the campground. But of course, when the reporters looked further into it, you don't need a reservation to go to that campground. So she, it really was nope. just a fact of she saw these black people. She's like, y'all need to get up out of here. She pulled out the strap on them, told them they needed to leave. Man, this is another uh, unfortunate event targeting uh, black folks out doing just living life, man. I don't understand why this keeps happening, but it keeps happening. Uh, thank God in this case, nobody was hurt. Uh, the brother apparently was not uh, that threatening with his uh, Sonic cup. I think he was drinking a slushy or something like that. So she didn't feel the need to actually point it or pull the trigger. So that's good. Everybody went home safe and old girl was fired. Yeah, but so but also fine. they were like if you no, I think video, she did point it. I think she did initially point it, but by the time they start taking video, she oh, okay. was no longer pointing it. But she did point it when she first pulled it out. But but oh, it definitely could have gone. But also like if you watch the video, like you know, as soon as they see the gun, they like real apologize. They're like, well, we didn't know, man. We didn't know, you know, all stuff like that. Which it probably helped defuse the situation, which I I guess is a good thing. But like you know, just certain people could it could have gone south. If it, you know, like what the hell are you doing with that old ass musket? Like it it could it could have it could have got problematic real quick for every. I mean, it could it could have got ugly, man. It's just I mean, I guess luckily they didn't have no strap on them, so they were like, hey, let's just let's just apologize and get up out of here. So uh, probably for the best for them, so they can get up out there and live to see another day. But I mean, it, it 
If it was me, I, I, I don't know what I was. I'll probably say something dumb, and that's I know I'm, know my mouth. Look, if I right. see this lady come at me, she pull out that strap. I'm immediately going that into is not one a of those strap. military <laughs> rolls. You know what I'm saying? I'm rolling behind the tree. I'm taking cover, and we about to go at it, lady. Look, man, that is, no look, look, man, family. And, and look at the video again. When you have the, you know, in a split second, you don't have the time to make the determination. But look at that gun. Like, there's probably about an eighty percent chance that bullet's gonna miss you anyway. If you just stand still, <laughs> <laughs> she looked like know. she had to pull out the little musket thing and load that. And she looked wild. Was it a revolver? No, revolvers are yeah, it was uh, a revolver. pretty accurate. Man, not a revolver from from eighteen thirteen. <laughs> you talking about? She, you gotta, that's the one you gotta like rip out the uh, the gunpowder, pour it down in there, pack it in tight. Oh, right. Oh, that mug signed. That mug signed by Smith and West. Yeah, no, I was just called Smith back then. West wasn't even existed back then. He hadn't met Wesley yet. <laughs> I'm gonna tell y'all, y'all, y'all want to underestimate guns if you want to, but if that mug of fire, that mug will kill you. So it ain't gonna oh. be no, uh, no laughing or underestimating that thing. She, I'm sure she know how to use it. She got that tucked in her pocket like that. She know how to use that thing. Speaking of a related story, did y'all see the thing? It, it kind of, and Ryan, you can you can cue up the uh, breaking news, uh, uh, a little music if you want. But uh, there was something on Twitter not like this morning or this afternoon. I guess like there was some hotel clerk and uh, and like some lady. I guess she was trying to call to like get get into a hotel, and I guess they got into it. And so she called him a, the F and N word on, <laughs> over the phone. And then she came to the hotel, like trying to apologize, like, please, I need a room. <laughs> and the dude was like not having it. He was he was so polite. But if you see that video, man, it's out there. It's going viral right now. Uh, definitely check yeah, it out. I have to check that out. My man was so cool and relaxed. It, but uh, dope. Put it in the chat. We'll include that in the show notes. So yeah, if you yeah. want to see that video, go ahead and check that out. Yeah, my man was my man. Shouts, my man. He was real calm and collected, but he put the video on him so, so he could say like, "Hey, this is it." But the lady was like trying to apologize, and then then the the dude, the chick's like mom or granddaughter came with her. And she's like, "What?" She she, she called me, at, you know, F and N word or whatever like that, ma'am. And the dude, the lady was like, "Well, I'm sorry. She just had a rough day or something like that." It's like, no, no, man, get up out of here. <laughs> this dude ain't got to take care of y'all. Anyway, man, I just thought it was funny. Y'all had to check that little episode, story out. Also, did y'all and this isn't on the uh, on the topic list either? But did you see that video? I think it was last week where the guy was uh, pulled over by the cops, and the cop told him like, "Hey, um, you know, uh, turn the car off or whatever." And the guy's like, "No, I'm keeping my hands right here." He had oh his hand yeah, out the I saw window. that. I saw that. And yeah. the cops like, "Turn the car off," and he's yeah. like, "Gun! He's got a gun!" And dude's hands like in the air. And uh, I mean that that was a, another crazy one too, especially just how he yeah. just yells out "gun" uh, when clearly the dude doesn't have a gun and he didn't see a gun. But that just kind of shows you the mindset. I guess we can come back to that um, at the end because we are going to talk about cops, so we'll come back to that later. But I was just interested if y'all saw that video. I definitely did, man. It was a uh, again in in the split second these dudes thank god they had the right frame of mind to do the, do the do the smart decision me i would've been like okay i'll touch this and as soon as I, you move that hand you get shot man right and that cop would not have missed unlike that lady <laughs> crazy all right so let's go on to the next story let's get some good news out here let's talk about your man ho that's y'all's boy ho go uh Hove told us, he told us on 444 that he was going to reach a Billy first, and he did. Hove has uh, now reached a net worth of $1 billion, and he is the first hip-hop artist to do so ever in history. Mm-hmm. Is that his money? Is that is that including Jay-Z, uh, Beyonce's money? 
This has nothing nah, to do with her. No, that's not including Beyonce. It's just his mother. Together, keep, him and Beyonce been worth over a billion for a while. Mm -hmm. But this is just yeah. him, his own net worth. And he Come is on, the man, first, although he's the second with the Mia Koopa. Because remember, a couple years ago, Forbes said Dre yeah, was worth a billion. And Dre, you know, was on there toasting. And then, like, two days later, they came back and they're like, oh, we made a mistake. He is not worth a billion dollars. How did that happen? How he toasted? He don't know how much money he got? I mean, of course, when you're talking about this type of stuff, it's not liquid. It's not liquid. His was all beats, then Apple turned to Apple stock. That's all it was. That wasn't all of his. Well, but I mean, but, but that's, a, that's a huge, a huge portion. chunk. Yeah, a huge portion. Yeah. Yeah. And so I think they overvalued what he was going to get, like his percentage when Beats got sold. So they said instead of being worth a billion dollars, he was really worth like $800 million or something like that. But, um, but yeah, Forbes always oh, does this every year. They talk about the richest people in the world. And uh, like you said, Hove is over that billy mark. So, Paul. My man on the cover with Warren Buffett. Yeah, yeah, this is facts. Nice. All right, so, so what you Paul, got to say, Paul? Yeah, you gonna like say Nas? You gonna say Nas is richer? What you gonna Nas say? Got, nah, Nas got some crown, crown raw, nah. got a billion dollar contract. <laughs> first of all, it's Hennessy. Thank you very much. <laughs> okay, my bad, my bad. Hennessey. It's Hennessy. It's not. Hey, do say first of all, do say it's trash. Hennessy is Hennessy been around forever, man. So I'm a, I'm rocking with Hennessy, man. Come on now. Uh, you know, Nas is still your favorite rapper's favorite rapper. So that's all that matters, man. Hove invites Nas to his concert. It's not the other way around. So just remember that. <laughs> <laughs> That's only because Nas, Nas doesn't concert. have concerts. <laughs> right. <laughs> Actually, he's on tour with Mary J. Blige right now, man. What are you talking Just about, man? Kid. Come on, show some respect. Is it is it a world tour or are you girls? Show some, show some. Hey, that's that's my ass, Jay. What what's what, it's Mary? Look, Jay don't even headline his own shows, man. It's his, they they just there for his wife, and he just he the opener. That's all it is, man. He the opener. Come on now. You don't have to, man. It's a different it's a different audience, that's all. Look, man, again, Jay got a billion dollars and he would literally he would he would blow each one of y'all for a hamburger right now. That's what that's what if he could just get away from Beyonce for five minutes to get a get to go to rallies with Ryan and get a get a double cheeseburger, he would he would do that. But <laughs> But he can't, man. He's stuck. He, he he a billion he a billionaire and he miserable. Eating eating like kale salads and stuff like that, man. Get out of here. I don't know if if you look at the breakdown of his billion man, you see that the uh, the Ace of Spades or Armande Brignac. I don't know how to pronounce that properly. I'm sure I butchered it up, but the Ace of Spades is worth over three hundred million, three hundred ten million dollars on that. He got two hundred twenty million in cash and investments, uh, including a seventy million dollar share of Uber that he purchased for two million back in 2013. He got his cognac, uh, worth a hundred million. Producer. Titles worth a hundred million. Rock Nation, seventy-five million. Music catalog, yeah, which is title. of course what made him famous, seventy-five million. Mm -hmm. Art collection, seventy million. He tried to tell y'all on Picasso, baby. Real estate, fifty million. Now we getting into you know my neighborhood. That fifty million. That's about where where I'm at too, Jay. So, <laughs> we're working on yeah. it. Yeah. On all of St. Louis, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I think uh, I mean he got he got quite a bit of man. I'm, all of St. Louis ain't worth a billion. <laughs> oh, yeah, for it, it is, man. It's way it's way worth more than a billion. Come on now. So, uh, 
this title only being worth a hundred million. The title got the, got the uh, uh, possibility to really blow up. No, no supposedly uh, he's about to, he's about to sell point. it because they were talking about. I was on another podcast. They were talking about like how he, how Jay just put all his whole catalog on on Apple Music. So and that was like a big thing. Like since he owned title, he wouldn't re- you know release his back catalog onto Apple Music. But now it's there, so people thinking <coughs> people thinking he about to sell. But not about some title's about to sell out more likely. No, it's just smart of him. If if somebody else wants to carry your music, have him carry it. I mean, he got all the people that was gonna switch for his music. They already switched, so why not make more money? All right, we'll see. That's what, that's what the rumor was. So I don't know for sure, but yeah. and I think they've been talking about. It's been rumored that he was gonna sell title for a while. So I wouldn't be surprised to see that happen. Yeah, at all. And then he can he can sell all the stuff, and then he'll, he'll he can go back and own like point oh 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 three percent of the new New Jersey Nets, and <laughs> that was that was the craziest story because they were like, oh, you mean the Brooklyn Nets? Brooklyn new Nets, Jersey. yeah. They come, come on, on that's what they. Hey, I grew up. They were the New Jersey Nets. <laughs> hey, your mama called them Clay. I'm gonna call them Clay. <laughs> they call. They grew, I grew up. They were the Nets. They're gonna stay the New Jersey Nets. The Bullets are still the Bullets. They ain't no Wizards. The Wizards are trash anyway, man. It's still the Bullets, man. Come on. Get with the program. So, Buck, Buck Swan Poppy, you are the p- purveyor mm. of uh, the liquid courage. It's in your name. <laughs> I want to know, have you had the Ace of Spades? Have you? I have not. I have not. Have contributed had... to the $310 million that Jay got? I've had the Duce. I think he's got something to do with Duce. I've had that. Yeah. Not... Yeah, that's why he's got $100 million in that. Yeah, not. Like, uh, I, yeah, I mean, I'm just, I'm, I'm light on the cognac nowadays, and I don't drink that much anymore. But, you know, when I did, it was all Hennessy. Hennessy and, and some really cheap stuff. We won't even get into those those dark days, man. But, yeah, there was some. NyQuil. Mad Dog 2020 was definitely on the, <laughs> on the roster. Uh, E&J. Ace of Spades, that's a champagne. You know, that's I, a I'm champagne not, I'm not, living. That, that's, 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 you, that's you dudes on the golf course, man. I don't rock with that stuff. I'm not fancy <laughs> like y'all. I'm a brown liquor man, you know, in a, in a, in a, in a, in a paper bag. That's paper all I need. Bag. You are the, you know, yeah. fancy with your, your pinky out drinking the, the fancy champagnes at the golf tournament. That's not me, man. Is it expensive? Man, what the hell you think? <laughs> what kind of question was that? Gosh. How am I supposed to know how much the liquor costs, man, if I don't drink? I'm just asking how much it costs. It's a good question. $300 gold bottles. If y'all want to sponsor the black delegates to have a taste test minus the black rind, because like you said, you don't no, drink. No, no, please. You want me please. and Wine Poppy to uh, stun on them or flex on them, my bad. With the Armand de Brignac, the Ace of Spades, then go ahead and hit us up in the Cash App. Yo, man, Cash App me, fam. <laughs> no, what we need is we need Ryan to try the the Armand or whatever the Bozak, whatever it's called, and uh, <laughs> let, let us let us know because that would be the funniest podcast of all time. <laughs> I doubt it. All right. Y'all wanted to flow right back into some racist news as we after we, we had some good news. We gotta close out with so some racism. Take us, take us, take us down this dark path. Hey, you Who the one set this? the order, fam. You the one set the order. I thought I was gonna move it, but it, we was already rolling. <laughs> All right. So as as I kind of alluded to early, a little bit earlier, uh, talking about just how racist the U.S. police force is, and I think that's something that a lot of people of color. Is something that we just automatically kind of know just through our experiences growing up. You know, Ryan, you and I grew up in similar areas and pretty close. You know how the police kind of uh, rock. Box wine poppy, I don't know how the police treated you or if you had interaction with the police growing up. Did you, did you ever face any 
type of uh, racism or uh, treatment that you didn't think was right? I can't say me personally. No, I, I, I man, I've, I've stated. Even though I talk a lot of smack, I'm, I stay out of trouble, man. So I, I've never really been in that bad of trouble. Uh, maybe a little shoplifting or suspected shoplifting <laughs> when I was in high school, but we don't talk about that right now. But yeah, but, but that was all valid. This, any of this stuff, nah, man. I've, I've been, I've been cool. But definitely, I mean, hey, I just don't interact with cops. But you know, they, they, they definitely dickheads, man. Let's be, let's be real. <laughs> and you, and you don't necessarily look like a person of color, at least not from a distance. So you probably got that little pass. But anyway, you know, a lot of people always talk about racism in the police force. And then, of course, you say, oh, well, not all cops are bad cops, which is true. Uh, but some people always want to say, well, it's just a few bad apples, right? Right. And it's turning out that that's not really the case. So BuzzFeed News, uh, they did this uh, deep investigation um, where they, what they basically did is they went on Facebook, they surveyed a lot of police officers' posts, like they, um, uh, they just went through the history of police officer posts and tried to find out, like, what type of percentage of police officers were posting racist or bigoted or sexist type of things, and this is on their public posts, because they're not befriending people. So this is like public posts on social media. Long story short, what they found out is that 20% of police officers had posted something that was racist or bigoted. Uh, and then they said twenty another 20% in addition started to post racist stuff after they retired. Like as soon as they retired, then they started posting. So it's like 40% of police, according to this report that they did are posting racist stuff on Facebook. So this isn't even, and you know, you got to be a pretty bold, committed racist to post something racist on Facebook. Cause we know. So how was the, so how, how did they uh, do the study? So like how many people did they do? Do you know that? 2,900 officers. It says across eight departments across the country, another 600 retired officers. Okay. Blah, blah, blah. So I, yeah, just, you know, probably. It's a, it's a, so, okay. Sample size. So, yeah, she probably just yeah, you know she yeah, probably just making nine hundred officers like you said. Yeah, probably just making a you know friend request, you know making fake accounts, making friend requests, and just kind of quietly following some of these dudes to see what they you know see what they say. I mean, I see how I see how they they, they can rock you know and did this. It makes sense. Man, I wonder is it? I don't know. I I've always thought that there's a certain uh, psychological profile that goes for a job like that. Like it's because they don't get paid enough to really put up with what they put up with, you know, and so and the some that I've spoken to, they just be like, you know, they seem like they just they just really kind of want that power trip. So I I don't know, man, but maybe there is a a component of it that just kind of links back to being being sort of racist or prejudiced more so than others. Yeah, I mean, a lot of it, I believe, is and I and I do want to shout out. uh Sean King and the breakdown, because that's actually where I kind of got wind of this report. Um, but a lot of it, man, goes back to whenever slavery was made illegal. You know, they had slave patrols back then that, you know, roam around on the horses trying to find runaway slaves and make sure uh, no slaves were wandering. So whenever slavery was ended and then they kind of turned everything into, they tried to turn the um, prison 
system into basically catching black and brown folks and it's like that's just where the slave patrol went like now they're police officers so a lot of these police officers they like you said they have that mindset they have that profile to where look i don't really like black people i don't really like you know immigrants i don't really like this and that and i can go get a job where I roam through their neighborhoods and arrest them. And of course, America, we got the most prisoners in the world. And I think it's right now we have the the largest incarceration system in the history of the world. It's over 10 million people locked up right now in America. So it's something, it's just that system is built for that. Yeah, it's, I don't know. I don't know how to put it into words, but... It's a self-selecting sample, serving sample, man. Because these, these people are like, man, for, first of all, after my job, like I look on Twitter a little bit, but I ain't got time to be forward no stupid memes. The memes from grandma that be having like the word, the big words on there. and be, You know, it's the same little silly stuff, man. I, like, it's just, these people are nuts. It's, I guess the, the retired people, after they get off, retire, they got nothing else to do. But, yeah, man, I don't know, man. It's, it's, it's definitely eye-opening. Uh, maybe not too surprising, but I don't, I don't even, I don't even know what to, what to do about it, man. It's just... Just how it is. I, all I can say is, you know, more people should volunteer to be cops and, and try to clean up the image. That's the only thing. Only thing you can say, man. You, you want more people to to be cops and be good cops. That's that's what we want, right? Well, I think, to be honest, I feel like the only way to fix it, and it's not going to happen with this administration because you see how the Department of Justice gets uh, justice gets down. But it's I feel like you have to have another entity that investigates cops for bad behavior because when you have this internal affairs division most of those guys have been cops for a long you know as they get older all right we're gonna move you to internal affairs so you boy these people that you work with see with you play with your kids play with all the time you're not you're gonna give them a pass that's just that's your boy so i feel like there needs to be a separate federal agency uh, something like the FBI, but a little bit different, where all they do is investigate um, allegations against police officers. Uh, it has to be separate. Now, even then, that's not perfect because if you in law enforcement circles, they're probably going to roll in the same circles anyway. But you got to take that ability for cops to uh, to investigate themselves away. I think there was something in San Antonio that just came out. It was like a... Um, what do you call it? a body camera footage of uh, somebody who was killed in their home, or actually, or I don't know if he was at his house, but he was at in a home, sitting down, either watching TV or playing video games or whatever. It's like the cops came up to the house at like 2 a.m. or midnight or something in the middle of the night. The cop knocked on the door. I think he was investigating the person that lived there. Knocked on the door, flashed a flashlight in. You hear the guy uh, who lived there's like, man, who is this at my door? And then the cop just started bussing mm. and Dang. ended up killing a kid, not even the person who lived there, a kid who was just sitting on the couch. And the cops, for a long time, they said, oh, well, he had a gun. The police officer saw he grabbed a gun, and that's why he shot. Well, six months, nine months later, the dash cam footage or not the body cam footage came out and shows none of that happened. It was no gun. Like the police officer literally just knocked on somebody's door, screen door, in the middle of the night with a flashlight. And when the dude was like, Who was that? He just starts shooting. 
But this dude, I'm sure, is not fired. This dude is not in jail. And the police chief had to know about it. So if you got the chief lying for it for all this time until the media finally got a hold of the uh, the body cam footage, like, what can you do? You have to have somebody else investigating that stuff. It makes a good point. You make a good point there, man. So that's a definitely a high hurdle Ryan in this administration. Skeptical? Nah, I don't know, man. I just don't know what to say no more. You know, what are we going to say? Because the the world will say that we're wrong if you be like, hey, this is happening a lot. It's way more than we think it is. And I'll, you also, at the same time, do you really want to lose? <sighs> like, I don't want to I don't want to be skeptical of everybody. You know what I'm saying? And uh, that's kind of where I'm getting. Well, let it's just, me it's just where I am right now. Well, we'll, we'll bring it back to these cops because I want to read a couple of the posts. Uh, that they found, this is on Facebook, and again, I think these were public posts that these cops made. Uh, one was from an officer right here in oh, St. I Louis. Knew, I knew he was about to read this one. <laughs> yeah, Thomas Mabry uh, shared like a fake news uh, thing and said that, F these Muslim turd goat humpers. Yeah, but he only had good spelling, man, so this dude don't count, man. Just... Right, yeah, spelled <laughs> all of that wrong. Goat probably the only thing spelled <laughs> properly in that. So uh, that's what you got. The uh, this person who's supposed to protect and serve. That's what he's posting. You got another one uh, that says he posted a photo of a vehicle with a decal reading one eight hundred choke that hoe, and he said under it, "This is my new motto." Yeah. Um. So. Can, yeah. Can, but can I be real? Like, okay, I, we don't go this far in our group chat. But like, look, I would be fired a billion times if our if if our, if our group chat got leaked. <laughs> <laughs> Look, they bear me under the jail. That's for sure. <laughs> yeah, I, that's why I say it, it wouldn't be that bad. Uh, come on, man. Come, <coughs> come on, man. Just, just think about this. If you, if you took all of our group chat and just took it out, of, me and G talking and took it out of context. Oh man, I'm going to jail forever. <laughs> come on, man. Let's be real. No, you would. No, you would. Oh, but again, there's a different. There's a difference between a private group chat with four people. Or five people or whatever versus you just posting this in public on Facebook. Well, but, maybe but, but, the but that's pri- isn't that private? Like amongst your friends? Isn't that how? I mean, it's like if you. I mean, okay. No, office- I mean you can make a public post. I think these were public posts, like the people making oh, on their you Facebook. Know, you, know people, you know these people are idiots. It doesn't matter though. It doesn't matter. I mean, if you if you racist in private or you racist in public, it doesn't matter. You're still racist. It, no, I, I so ultimately no, I get that. that bleeds into everything. I'm just talking about the boldness of it. Like you got to be hella racist yeah, yeah. to post that in public. Like you you if you post it with a couple of your homies or whatever, which again we not like Ryan about does, like Ryan does. Just to say <laughs> that. If you post in that, then yeah. Your, the racism in your heart is still as ugly and dirty or whatever. But I'm saying if you got that boldness to where you like, I hate Negroes this much that I'm going to tell everybody about it. And I got no shame. Why don't they have any shame? Because they know it's no repercussions. Paul, you might post something uh, sketchy in the group chat because you know it's private. You would never post that in public. Oh, no. Uh, but they are posting this in public because they know nothing's going to happen. Plus, I know you that guys. We, we know each other, right? We we know we know for better or for worse. We all know each other. We know we we know we kid. We know I'm kidding with most of my stuff. So, but I don't say nothing. I don't say stuff like this either, though. But anyway, it's just. Right. It, but yeah, it's different. But I, I, 
my thing is like social media it actually exposes all this stuff man I, in some ways it might be a good thing man because it's it's, it's exposed like this stuff would just you know be un- hidden under underneath and you wouldn't know about this 20 years ago whereas now it's like some of these dudes are getting out of here like because if you read this article they forwarded this stuff to the St. Louis Police Department and said hey you know this dude's sending this stuff are you guys cool with this I'm sure that's probably not cool with them now that it's out in the open like that so you know it yeah, but what's the what's the repercussion? That's, that's, that, that's the right. question. That's the question. You get fired and sent to another <laughs> another department. Probably, you probably get sent out to you know the, the go the, to another department, the Rolla, Missouri uh, Police Department or something like that. But that's I mean, but hey, I, you know, but maybe he gets you know maybe they, maybe they let him go. You don't you don't know. But I mean, at the end of the day, you know, it, it's better that there. Are, I guess it's better there are some consequence, potentially some consequences, whereas rather than none, and nobody ever knows this stuff. Wouldn't you yeah. say? Well, that's why I said I think I, I just feel like you got to have a a separate body doing these investigations because I'm telling you especially in St. Louis they gonna brush this under the rug like the St. Louis I, th- I may have talked about this before but St. Louis City and now St. Louis County they have separate police unions for black cops and white cops mm-hmm. because uh, the regular police union does not stand up for or protect the black cops so they had to go make their own separate union so if you that racist that you won't even protect Dang. the black cops or you won't, uh, you know, like that's just crazy. So St. Louis, yeah, I'm sure this dude. I'm just guessing. I haven't seen, but I bet he's still employed and nothing's really happened. Yeah, he got promoted, right? <laughs> <laughs> right, exactly. They gave him a raise. Oh, here's a thousand dollar bonus. Well, yeah, whatever happened to the cops? The the St. Louis cops that, that shot that that girl that was on duty. What what happened to that? The other cop, the oh. other cop, uh, girl cop. Yeah, I don't. I haven't seen anything in the news about that mm. lately. So mm. keep it up. Because because once they said like, oh, you know, you you did something wrong, cop, like it goes away quick. They don't talk about it no more after that. But he still got to go to trial and stuff like that. It's not like yeah. Well, yeah, we'll have to do a follow up on that. Sure they do. But if we have any uh, law enforcement listeners, we want your feedback. We want to know how do you feel about this. Especially, I want to know. Why, well, actually, I, know, I think I know the answer, but I still want to know why don't police officers talk up, uh, speak up more when this type of stuff happens? Because usually, even if it is the bad apple, you don't hear the good apples uh, condemning the bad apple. It's always like we got to support our own. So uh, law enforcement, if you have any uh, retorts, if you have any response, if you got any family members at law enforcement and you got a response, make sure you can hit us up at our uh, email. It's at theblackdelegatespod at gmail.com. Or you can send us a lot of nasty messages on our social media. We are at Black Delegates. There's an underscore between Black and Delegates on Instagram and Twitter. If you want to at the Black Ryan on Twitter, you can. Or you can at Boxwine Poppy on Twitter. Or you can at me at Ish Creates. That's I-S-H creates. Paul, people want to help out the show. If they don't want to send us nasty emails for once, what can they do? First of all, I need you to find nasty. But two, uh, people <laughs> will go out there and, man, like help us out. Rate us and review us on whatever podca- podcast app you're using. You know, And tell us what you think. Give us a little feedback. Let us know what you think about the show. Ryan, the black Ryan. Any last yes. words? Any wise words? Look in on your white friends. That's pretty much all I can say. Look in on your white friends. Make sure they are all right. I'm sure some of our, our white brothers and sisters are just trying to trying to live life out here and be normal. And then there's a lot of a lot of crazy people out here doing crazy stuff and being racist on the side. Mm. And now they gotta they gotta duck all the bullets 
<laughs> that's flying around here towards the 53 percent that's pretty much it man sad episode we didn't have nothing funny i got sucked down the the black hole of the world star trying to find something funny and uh, it's kind of kind of not funny at the same time uh girl lit her booty on fire uh some <laughs> dude uh is beating up another dude throwing him on a car uh some girl did a old town remix but triple x style yep nothing we can talk about yo that um i know y'all saw the video with Lil Nas X performing in front of the kids at the school. Yeah, that was cool. That was dope. Yeah. That was dope. Shout out to him. That boy is going to make all the bread he can off that song. That is a a super hit. Yeah, I was listening to, uh, like, it was like some, I think it was like a white station here in town. And, like, man, my wife and I were in the car. We were just driving, like, maybe maybe 45 minutes. I swear that song came out, like, three times. And they always played the, 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 the Billy Ray Cyrus, you know, remix version. It's never just the one by himself. But yo, it's definitely popular, and I'm officially sick of the song, man. I'm I'm good. I don't need to hear it no more. <laughs> just, all right, man. It, 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 for three weeks, it was it was everything. Now we could just we could just stop now. I'm good with nope, it. Nope, I still rock with it. I mean, it's only ninety seconds almost, so it's a short song. Right, it's short as a month. I'm still rocking with it, and you know he. Uh, the rumor is is he is hollering at uh, Miley Cyrus's little sister now. Like apparently. They linked Work. up when um, him and Billy Ray linked up for the verse. So now he's dating in the Cyrus family. Bye, uh, Billy Ray gonna be bad now. <laughs> no man, I never should have done that song with that nigga. <laughs> no man, there's like there's like one kid. They got one kid like yo. This dude's like the uh, one of the kid, the Billy Ray Cyrus kids is like all like look, looks like. I mean, I, I can't describe, man. The dude got tattoos, like all. I mean, this dude, and this this is like ten years ago. Dude had tattoos. I mean, he was like a punk rocker or something like that, but had tattoos everywhere, man. Like all over his face, all face, everything, man. This dude. So th- this this ain't gonna be too far off the norm for them. Don't worry. Yeah, I mean, you see, Miley was wilding out for a while, and now and now I think she's going back to you know, <laughs> Yo, country I heard white girl. But she, for a while, uh, she was straight. She got a, straight hip hop. Yeah, she's got a new album out, and she went back to the hip hop. She got. <laughs> Why is oh, Go- is she? Yeah, okay. why is Ghostface right. look? Ghostface is on the new, <laughs> the new Miley. <laughs> yeah, it's, about, it's like a, it's like a bunch of other people too, but Ghostface is on there. I gotta look it up, man. But yeah, I heard I heard about that. Yo, shout out to Lil Nas X. He got that uh, Wrangler deal too. You know where he had. Yeah, the, I saw that. Yeah, yep. the Wrangler pants and the 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 women's jeans had Wrangler on the booty. So I'm still not buying yeah, Wranglers. I'm, don't worry. Ant for him, man. You know you got some, Paul. No, I'm not buying Wranglers. Never. <laughs> Black people can't wear Wranglers. Too tight in the crotch, too tight in the butt. No, too loose, and, too loose in that and everything. <laughs> yep, Ryan says too loose, or Ryan says too, too tight. Box Wine too Poppy tight. says too loose. When, when, that, that time Obama went out there and threw that first pitch with those mom jeans on, those were Wranglers. With the crease, with the, with the, <laughs> with the, with the press crease in the middle, those were Wranglers. <laughs> And that was the last time a black person wore Wranglers. <laughs> when y'all was little, did y'all rock Wranglers? Because y'all, y'all mama probably bought them. Say whatever. I mean, My mama bought them. To, to Walmart to get some. I cannot, in good conscience, admit this. Admit this. Uh, th- this. This struggle right here. I cannot do that. So I'm gonna say no. Yeah, I'm, I'm about. To, I'm about to give me some. I'm giving me some uh, Wranglers and a cowboy hat. I'm about to rock it out. Look, man, I had some. Look, I was so broke. I had some pony tennis shoes, man. And that was like the the bottom. I, look, I, mean, I got cracked on those boat those boat shoes. They look like the uh, 
the Patrick Ewans, but they were ponies. Were, were ponies? Were ponies whack though? I don't no, know. Ponies People rock ponies. Uh, according right. to everybody in my maybe according here. to everyone in my sixth grade class, those were those were trash. <laughs> Man, I <laughs> they here they was cool. Cause I, I got you. I had I had some body glove shoes at one point in time, brother. Oh man, this is, look, look, ish, this is ish on his surfing body, bag. Body what? Yeah, what is that? <laughs> exactly. Body glove. <laughs> what is that? That was uh, my pops. I, I got a hole in my shoes. Uh, my pops had to uh, pony up the money to buy me some shoes, and that's what he bought me. Took me to pay less. Got some body gloves. I got drove. I think I wore them for like wow. two days. I got drove so bad I just started wearing the holy shoes again until I could get <laughs> some better ones. Wow. Yo, speaking of bad shoes, Ish, do you remember in high school when I had the Riddles? The what? Oh, the, oh, the, the I had the Rydells. The Rydells, yeah, yeah. I had the Rydells. We was calling them Riddles because nobody knew what they were. So, in high school, I remember I told my, my mom, football cleats like, are hey, riddles. I need my, some my new fo- shoes. My football cleats were those. Yeah, but that's different because they was cleats. Okay. So, I'm just like, all right, mom, I need some new shoes. I would like a white pair and a black pair, you know, so I can, you know, mix it up a little bit. And so, she says, Okay. I get out of school, get into the car, and she's like, I bought you some new shoes. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I got some new shoes. Like, let me pull them out. What you give me? What you give me? Like, you know, I got these. Man, I opened that box, that bag, and it said riddles on there. I was like, <laughs> not riddles? It's not. I was like, riddle? I was like, what is riddle? I don't even know what this is. And I was like, mom, I can't wear these to school. And then she was like, she's like, oh, you going to wear them all right? And I was like, mom. I'm not going to wear them shoes to school. I was like, it's not going to be worth it. They're going to make fun of me. It's going to be the worst thing to ever happen. I said, like, I'll never come back from this. <laughs> and my mom was like, she gave me the whole sob story. She's like, boy, I worked so hard to get the $40 that it costs to buy these shoes for you. And you going to wear them. And you going to like them and be an appreciative. And, and I'm like, boy, man. Boy, I saw- I scrimped and saved to get this 1995 for these these right, bootleg right. shoes. I told she paid forty dollars for both pairs. Right. <laughs> so I'm just like, mom, I'm sorry. I appreciate everything you do for me, but I ain't wearing them shoes. And then she just gave me a look. She's like, okay, then. So next morning, I wake up. I'm looking for my old shoes. They gone. <laughs> Listen, uh, look, moms look. and took the shoes, disposed of them some kind of way. I don't even know how. <laughs> I never saw them again. And she was just like, you going to wear the white ones or you going to wear the black ones? Those are your choice. So I chose the white ones because they looked best. I never wore the black ones. Still. Worst thing that ever happened to me in high school. Did y'all ever have, did y'all ever uh, rock the Brooks though? Did y'all ever have to wear those pairs of shoes? Have y'all seen those? The Brooks. Brooks. I got some Brooks. Brooks for running. I bought Brooks for running once, but mm. that's it. Those are trash too. <laughs> yeah, they're trash even for <laughs> running. But shoes. all the running shoe stores, like that's what they push you towards, mm. uh, is Brooks, and so that's how I bought a pair. But they're they're not very good. Not very comfortable. The struggle was real when we were kids, fellas, man. That's how that's how it went. Yeah. Yep, yep. Yep. So. All right. So let's close it out. Right. Appreciate y'all for tuning in. Hit us up. Let us know about your shoe struggles if you got them. We should have just made this uh for our Patreon users, for a non-existent Patreon. <laughs> so we give them. Yeah. <laughs> right. So see you we'll next week. Next time. Next week. We're going to do it. Follow.